0: Lost am always the main of Father Almighty, we thank you for your wonderful work. Thank you for your wonderful works in our lives. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your mercies, O Lord. Father, we thank you for bringing us into this wonderful month of May. Lord, you are God. Indeed, in Christ alone, our hope stands. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your mercies. We thank you, Lord, for this beautiful month, this beautiful day. Lord, our confidence is in your word that is eternal, in your word that changes not. Father, we thank you. I want to thank you especially for all my brethren. Father, Lord, we thank you for the love that you have over every one of us. Father, Lord, they have listened to this podcast. And Lord, I know that through your word, our lives has been transformed. Lord, I pray that you bless them. Lord, I pray that you increase them. Lord, I pray that you bless every one of us, O Lord. Especially in understanding your word. And not just hearing it, but also being doers of your word. Father, as we go into the learning of this month, as your Spirit is leading us, give us the ability and the strength, O oh Lord, to do your word, to be the doers, O oh Lord, to put in action and to persevere in all things. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit of God, we ask that you take over, take over of our lives, take over. Of everything that concerns us, Jehovah, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Welcome to this beautiful month and thank you, thank you and God bless you for always listening to the podcast. It is by the grace of God that we all have made it to this wonderful month. To the God alone be all the glory. So we'll go quickly to the study of today. And the study of today will be taken from the book of Matthew chapter 13. The book of Matthew chapter 13, I'll be reading from verse 1 to 12 and 18 to 23. Please follow me as we read this word. That day, that same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowd gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parable, saying, and he said a farmer went out to sow his seed and he was scattering the seed some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil it sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow but when the sun came up the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns which grew up and shook the plant. Still, others fell on good soil where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, thirty times. What was sown, whoever has ear, let them hear. And the disciples came to him and asked him, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, Because the knowledge of the secret of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more and they we have an abundance who and they we have in abundance whoever does not have even what they have will be taken from them then we go to verse 18 to 23 He said, listen then to what the parable of the sower means. Now Jesus began to explain the parables. He said, when anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word And at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the tons refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth shook the word making it unfruitful but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it this is the one who produces a crop yielding if a hundred sixty or thirty times what was sown this is the word of the lord Thanks be to God. Good morning, my beloved brothers and sisters. You know, the Spirit of the Lord brought us into this wonderful month. The Word of the Lord said, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. You know, God sent His Spirit to comfort us, to teach us. He said, I will send you the comfort of the Holy Spirit who will guide you into all truth. Into all truth. Reminding you everything that I have taught you. So when we receive the Spirit of God, it opens our eyes to the truth. It reveals more of Jesus Christ to us. He comforts us. He guides us. He leads us. He shows us the light, the path to follow. So today, God is teaching us something using the book of Matthew 13 to teach us the parable of the sower. And this is the parable that is very deeply rooted. And in the... When I read this parable and I see the, the, the words that were sown, it said the sow was sowed, and a lot of things happened to the seed. Some were precious, the deceitfulness of wealth. Some were not deeply rooted. Some the birds came and picked it up. And this morning the Spirit of the Lord started explaining something to me, and He called it the sustaining grace of God. Said that in this month of May we should ask for the sustaining grace of God, and I try to understand that word better. And the word that hit me was character. It was character. Through the last month, there is something that the Spirit of the Lord um, taught me. When I was driving on the highway. I'm not a fan of driving on the highway because there is no traffic light in some of the highways. I prefer to drive, you know, take the exit and drive where there is the traffic, where you have to stop and then you continue. And in that process, in one of the um, walk that I took and I drove through the streets and the traffic We are there to guide. They will slow you. You will see the green light to go. You will see the yellow to pause. You will see the red to stop. And these were how the Spirit of the Lord started speaking to me. When I took the exit, I saw the beauty, the beauty of nature, the beauty on the street, the beauty in all the different routes that the, you know, my GPS was taking me. And one of the beauty in that that uh, the Spirit of the Lord began to teach me is that when we have the sustaining grace of God in character, having the right characters, we are able to see the beauty that God has given to us. The beauty that God has given to us. You know, on the highway, everybody's in a hurry. On the highway, you, you don't have the time to look around. On the highway, you don't pause. You know, you don't slow down. Even when you want to enter the next lane, it becomes a little bit difficult because everybody is fast. Everybody's moving. You know, people rarely give you the time to enter the next lane. You know, they are hawking. They are screaming at you, you know, because there is no control up there everybody's moving everybody's in a hurry and in the record we have high level of accidents on the highways but when we walk through the path where we are being led and controlled by the spirit we are taught to pause. we are taught to stop we are taught to go now it's time for you to go And that lane teaches us patience. It teaches us self-control. No matter how I want to get to where I'm going to, once I am not on the highway, I have to obey the traffic signs. I have to stop. I have to yield. I have to wait. I have to pause and think. And to me, that is character. And the most beautiful path of it is the path that it will take me through different routes. It will take me to see places that I've not seen before. There was one that it took me last week. I was like, oh my God, I never knew that such places exist in the town that I live in, in Houston, United States of America. So beautiful. You see the quietness. You see the beautiful neighborhood. You see the trees. You see things that you have not seen before. You see people quietly walking, their dogs, their parrots. And you are able to see and appreciate nature. And in that you are stopping, you are pausing, and you are yielding. So when God brought me to Matthew 13, He opened my eyes to see that some of the people that lost what they were giving. Lost it because they did not have the sustaining characters, the sustaining grace of God, the sustaining characters. If you look at verse 19, he said, When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, that is where it hits me. Hearing the message is not the problem, but understanding it is very deep. He said, if anyone hears the message of the kingdom but does not understand it, the evil one comes. So, the evil one comes not because you did not hear alone. The evil one comes because you heard but you did not understand it. That is very deep. That is very deep. So it's very, very important that when we hear the word of the Lord, that the Spirit of the Lord, we will pray Him to help us understand. That is Him leading us into all truth. You see that? He leads us into all truth. The truth is when you have opened your eyes to have an understanding of that passage, of that word of the Lord that you have heard. And not thinking on another person's life, and hey, God is talking about anger. Okay, now is my son that he, that God is talking to? Is my husband that God is talking to? Is my wife that God is talking to? But no, take a pause, pause right there, and evaluate your own life. Is the spirit of the Lord leading me to search? In my life, the places that I have this inadequacies, anger, what is it that is in my heart that I am angry? You pray on it. If you did not find it, pray for your future. Because when God speaks to us, there is something that He must have seen that He's speaking on. So He said, a lot of people were giving. When the word came, he said, Some were sown. There were some that fell on rocky ground. He said, It refers to someone who hears the word. See, they always, all of them heard the word, but at once receives it with joy. But because there is no root, now because there is no root, they last only a short time. What is the root there? Foundation. What is the root there? Character. What is the root there? Taking time, not not being in a hurry, but taking time to make sure that this sustaining grace is inside of you. Now it says that the world fell away. He said, a seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word. You see, the beauty in this is that all of them heard. But the consign is that none of them have the understanding. He said, but the worries of life and the deceitfulness of wealth shook the word, making it unfruitful. You know, there is this debate. And uh, one of the things I heard Um, That was last week, I believe, um, On like a, a teaching. Someone was teaching and the person was saying that you need money, you need wealth for people to listen to you. That when you have wealth, people are forced to listen to you. When you have finances, when you have money, when you have riches, when you have estate, that you command respect. You do this, you do that, you are, you are able to do that, you are able to feed people, you are able to do so many things. But we were reminded today, I believe in the book of John, in the book of Luke 16, about the wealthy man, that Luke 16 or Luke 19, please pardon me, about the wealthy man who went, who has so much money, But he did not have influence in the life of people around him. At the end of the day, he didn't make it to heaven. But Lazarus did make it to heaven. And he was pleading on the other side. Abraham, please, can you send Lazarus to put a drop of water on my tongue? So I looked at the man. This man has the wealth. This man has the finances. He has everything that the world could give. But he lacked character. He lacked the sustaining grace. He lacked honesty. He lacked love. He lacked mercy. He lacked patience. He lacked so many, so many, so many things. And it did not end well with him. The Bible said in the book of Matthew, what will it profit you? He said, seek you first the kingdom of God and every other thing will become an addition to you. An addition to you. So my brothers and my sisters, life is so fast. So many of us are on the highway. We are moving. Nobody cares if somebody's dying Nobody cares if somebody wants to enter their lane. Nobody wants to give space for others to enter. Even when the person is desperately asking you for help, you are just facing it, just want to get it. Yes, a lot of people want to be influential. a lot of people want to be wealthy. A lot of people want to have money. I'm not saying that that is wrong. Both. The sustaining grace of God. The kingdom of God is what God has offered to us first. 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 And if we are able to get these things, believe me, the word of the Lord cannot be broken. He said, I will add to you. He said, lift me up and I will draw men to myself. God does not want us to start looking for the men to draw. He wants us to first to lift him up. To first lift him up. And I asked God and I said, from those passages, what are the things that these characters, that these actors in the book of Matthew chapter 13 lacked? What are the things that they lack that made the world to be snatched away from them. Then he began to list them for me. And while we look into the listing, please, I want us to look into our lives and see the places that we need to improve, the characters we need to adopt, the characters of grace we need to sustain so that God will take us to the next level. And keep us. If you read the last verse of it, it said, And each one of them that heard the word and understood it, what did they do? They bore fruit. They produced fruit. They produced increase. There is an overton of hundred, sixty, thirty times what was given to them. One of the sustaining characters that God revealed and asking us to adopt in this month of May is the sustaining character of love. The Bible said that love conquers all things. When we have love, the Bible said in Corinthians 1 Corinthians 13, He said a lot of things we cease. A time we come when prophecy we cease. A time we come when thanks we cease. But grace, but love, but love does not, does not cease. And let us remember that God himself is love. What is love? Loving God with all your heart. Having the same seventh Spirit of God according to the book of Isaiah. I believe chapter 11. Dwelling richly inside of you. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of wisdom. The Spirit of understanding. The Spirit of the fear of God. And other spirits. The Spirit of might. When we have this complete Spirit of God inside of us we abound in love. We abound in love for God. Then love for other people. When we love God, we honor Him. When we love God, we value Him. When we love God, we reverence Him. We fear Him. Before we take actions, we consider Him. Having a place for God in our heart. God, I want to go into this business. I have been promised that this business will yield millions. But Lord, is it what you are asking me to do? Should I do it? Where are you leading me to? What are you leading me to do? Having that time to pause and abandon Allow God to take control of your decision is love for God. Then love for others is to consider, the Bible said, do unto others what you will love them to do unto you. To consider how other people will feel by your actions. The way you are speaking, is it building up? The way you are acting, is it Adding value to another life? Is it drawing this person closer to God or pushing them away? Am I playing a part of God? Am I being an actor instead of having influence in the life of other people? Am I having influence for my own benefit or for the kingdom of God? What is the purpose of your action? Love is when we add value to the life of people, irrespective of who they are, what they mean to us. But loving them from the eyes of God, the way God sees them. Seeing other people the way God sees them. Not attaching tags on them. Oh, this person is a sickling. This person is this. This person is that. The Bible said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The same way you will reverence this high and mighty, you will also reverence this other neighbor. Remembering the parable of the good Samaritan, that is love. That is love. Sometimes putting your own life on a pause to give room for other people, to go on while you are driving on that fast lane and you hear somebody asking you, please can I enter? I made a mistake. I'm not supposed to be on this lane. I'm supposed to be on your lane. Can you allow me to enter? And you pause for them to move in. Ability for us to wait for others to have this understanding. That is love. Ability for us to speak to people, prophesy to people, to build them up, to give them the word of the Lord and bring them to the design that God has created for them. As I'm speaking into your life, all I see is the beauty of the Lord. And I want you to get there. So love is when we are passionate for other people's growth. We are passionate for other people to perform even better than us. The Bible said, Esteem each other higher than yourself. That is love. That is love. Giving room for others to grow. Giving room for others to grow. Then another is mercy. Is mercy? Do you have the sustaining character of being merciful? The Bible said in the book of Matthew chapter 5, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful. I believe in the book of Isaiah, when God was speaking about the kind of fasting that he demanded of us. He said, this is the fast, that you will be merciful to the widow that you will be merciful to the poor, that you will give, having the ability to have that compassion for other people. You might be on a level today, but remember you were once in a certain level, but through the mercy of God, he brought you to where you are. Are you merciful to others? Who are still on the path to arrive to where you are? Are you teaching them through your experience? Are you encouraging them? Mercy is not just when we give alms to others. Mercy is when we deny ourselves the time. Deny ourselves the pleasure. But for others to have that pleasure. That is mercy. Mercy is when we come to the seat of God and we cry, we cry for His mercy that He will look past everything but in His mercy accept us. And that same way God is asking us that we should look past everything in our neighbors and ask for God to bring them home to where we are. Then another sustaining character that God is teaching us through this parable is the character of peace the word of the lord said as far as it depends on you live at peace with all men live at peace with all men you know when the bible said as far as it depends on us the spirit of the lord is the one that gives ability but that is when you desire it. God is asking us to desire peace with everybody. What can you do to make that other person love you? They don't just love you. They don't just want you. It's not about them. You are only accountable for your own action, your own character. Leave them. They are who they are. One day they will grow to be where you are. But what matters is how you are able to remain consistent in your own character. So let us look into our own selves. I don't want you to think about another person or whatever the person have done or whatever the person have said. Think about how you have to grow. How can you live in peace with this person? How can you live in peace? Now the Bible said as far as it depends on us, how does it depend on us? It depends on us to first of all allow others to go first. The Bible told us about Abraham and Lot. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the reminder. About Abraham and Lot, the Bible said that when the headsmen of Abraham and Lot began to have issues and began to dispute, that what happened? Abraham called the nephew and said, Take, go first, have this. Sometimes peace we mean let go. Sometimes peace we mean allow other people to go first. Sometimes peace we mean the truth said in a very loving way. Sometimes peace could mean silence. I don't want to argue today but I just want to hug you. Sometimes peace, we mean to give yourself to the service of other people, even when they don't want it, even when they push you away, even when they reject it. But God is demanding that you keep on giving it. The Bible said, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with all men. Not the choice that we make, not the some men that we take, not some people that we want to take. No, he said, all men, as far as it depends on us. So may God help us. Then will we go to another another character that God is asking us to adopt in this month of May and the rest of our life, to be able to sustain the word of the Lord that we receive, Is patience. Is patience. The Bible said, though it tarries, wait. You know, earlier in our discussion today, we talked about what being on the path of the road that have the traffic signs. Sometimes you are asked to wait. I've been on the lane sometimes, I'll be like, My God, can this light just turn green? I need to go, but no matter how I'm in a hurry and that light is still red, I have to keep waiting until it turns green, then I will go. So, patience is very important, and one of the beauty. You know, sometimes we say patience, we say endurance, we say long-suffering. But while I was putting them down this morning, the Spirit of the Lord said, no, patience is different. Long-suffering and endurance is entirely different. That patience is for you. The ability for you to grow the sustaining character of waiting. So patience is... Is when you are waiting, when you are waiting on a promise to be fulfilled, like Sarah waited, he she was patient. Okay, she waited on a child and it came. Abraham waited on the promise. He was patient. So when we have patience, we have the ability to wait. And when we look at those people, in Matthew 13, verse 22 said, The seed, verse 23, said, But the seed falling on good soil, oh, my my apologies, that is verse 22. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth Choke the word, making it unfruitful. See, the worries of the life, concerns, and the deceit. Now, when we have deceit, when we are deceived, is because we lack the ability to wait. We could not control ourselves anymore. We just want to get it the way we want to get it. We just want to move on to the next level. We cannot wait any longer. And once the spirit of lack of self-control, of getting it fast, enters inside of us, what happens? We become deceived. The deceitfulness of wealth comes in. We begin to hear others tell you, ah, this is the fast route, follow it. We begin to hear others tell you, this is the fast way to make this money. You can enter this club before you know it. Next year, you're going to be a multi-billionaire. But what they lacked to tell you, what the information they took away is what you have to give in for you to get that. So when we allow ourselves to be rushed by the evil one, to be rushed by other people, to be rushed into doing things without first asking God, should I? We remember when David came back. The Bible said that when he returned home, that his wives and his children and his properties were taken. You can imagine a man. It was not just him. Even the people that went to the war with him have their wives and property stolen. And the Bible said that people were upset with David. He was so upset. In this present life, what will happen? Everybody will begin to rush. Why are you even thinking this should be the right thing for you to do? You have to go in and fight and get your wife and children. But no, that was not what David did. The Bible said, and David paused, and David prayed, and David asked of the Lord, what should I do? What should I do? And the Bible said, and God said, pursue, overtake, and recover all. And now when David was going into to recover that, to recover his family, he was not going by his own strength brethren this is where understanding sets in he was no longer going by his own strength he was going by the strength of god remember the bible said that by the strength of man we will fail. the arm of flesh will fail us but the arm of god is strong is strong They that put their trust in God shall do exploit. You see that? So when David moved, he was moving with the word of the Lord. So the question we ask ourselves is, where you are right now? What word did God give you concerning that project? Concerning that adventure? Concerning that um, career? Concerning whatever line you find yourself right now, pause and ask yourself, what word did I seek? And what did God give me? So this is a character that God is asking us to adopt. The character of patience. When we adopt it for ourselves individually, you will see that not only will you save yourself, you will save other people. Then we go to the character of long-suffering and endurance. And the Bible said, the ability. Now, the the Spirit of the Lord, what He asked me to write down, He said, the ability to endure affliction. Now, what is affliction? What others do to you. You see that? What other people do to you. That is long-suffering. This person has done this over time and over time. But what do I do? You see that? So this is our ability to long suffer. That is the word to suffer long, because God allowed it to suffer long. Most of the time, when we are in this, what do we we sec, we focus our attention on the other person? We begin to pray, God kill or destroy. No. But when we are long suffering, there is one woman that did it and that woman blessed my life. And that woman is Anna. The Bible said that Penina was over her. The Penina will make mockery and make her to be painful. But she never focused on Penina. She focused on what God wants in her. She was like, how should I grow? What should I do? The Bible said and she moved into the temple. All her prayers, she did not say, God, look at what Penina did to me. She said, God, this is my request. God, I have come. And not only do I come, I am also making a promise to you. So she was focused on her ability to grow. On her ability to do the best to produce best even in this suffering so when we are going through what other people somebody is stepping on me and this person is doing this with open eye god i pray help me what are you teaching me through this encounter what are you teaching me what do you want me to learn through this particular encounter once we begin to ask the question god will begin to teach us and sometimes he might ask you to pray for the person, always remembering that it's not the person, but the spirit of the evil one using the opening in that person to walk against you. But it's not when I remember, when I use the word against, I am also reminded in the spirit that I should remind us that for children of God, All things work together for our good and never against us. Amen. Now, the next one is the sustaining character of joy. The sustaining character of joy. The Bible said, With joy we shall draw water from the well of salvation. You see that? When we seek salvation god wants us to be cheerful he said when we pray praying with thanksgiving so joy is that path of you that things that comes from within you are joyful you are praising god you are thanking him you are dancing notwithstanding whatever the Bible said, with joy we shall draw water. And the Spirit of God is reminding me of Jehoshaphat, who prayed to God and said, God, this army, these people that have come against us, they are bigger than us. We are small. We don't have the ability to engage these people and fight against them in this battle. And God said, sing. That is all I request from you. Sing and see me work. So when he started singing, when he began, he instructed the people and the priest and everybody began to sing. What happened? The Bible said the men began to kill themselves. You see how God works? The wall of Jericho fell just by simple instruction. Raise your voice and sing. So joy is a sustaining character. So, what is this place asking us to do? Wherever you are, whatever you are going through, adopt this sustaining character of being cheerful, of being joyful. No matter what, complain less and be joyful. Be more thankful. In Igbo land, I say, For my brethren that do not understand Igbo, it means that when you thank Um, When you thank a powerful man or we thank anybody for what they have done, they will do it for much more. So when we thank God for what he has done, he will do even much more for us. Then we go to the second to the last one. Please bear with me. I'm almost done. The spirit of the Lord is leading us to adopt the character of discernment and quietness. The word of the Lord said, be still and know that I am God. The character of discernment. The discernment the is having the, spirit, having the ability to allow the spirit of the Lord to guide you. To discern. God, oh this is happening, why? Having the ability to ask why. And also being patient to allow the answer to come that is discernment when somebody is speaking to you you are discerning the spirit speaking to you is this person of deceitful spirit or is this person of lifting spirit is through the spirit of the lord you are able to discern what this person is speaking is this person speaking from the place of wisdom is this person speaking? Is this person giving you this word? Is this person giving you this prophecy? Is this person giving you this the sermon from which place? That is the spirit of discernment. The discernment. The discernment gives you the ability to take charge. The sending spirit gives you the ability to be in control to be in control to be in control the bible said that when the two women came to solomon the other one said the baby is my child this one said the baby is my child and Solomon looked at them. It was a confusing situation for it to have come to the king. That means other people have tried and it didn't work. And when he came to the king, there is something that Solomon said that struck me. Solomon said, Give me the sword. And we were told in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, that the sword is the word of God. And Solomon took the sword. And the truth came out. So for us to have the ability the sin, we have to have the word of the Lord. We have to have the spirit of the Lord. Let us have the sustaining character of discernment and quietness, ability to be still and know that he is God. The Bible said in the book of Psalms, he said, "I will not move, though the earth be moved, though the mountains shake." He said, "Because there is that river that makes glad the city of God." He said, "God is in the midst of her; she shall not be moved." There, our ability to be still in the midst of the shakings—that is one of the characters that these actors in Matthew chapter 13, some of them lacked. They were not able to be still. They were not able to discern. And the birds came and took it away. And the deceitfulness of wealth came and choked the world. And finally, The sustaining character of fervency, consistency. The Bible said the fervent prayer of a righteous man are valid much. Our ability to be fervent. Our ability to be consistent. Our ability to never give up. To never give up. The Bible said... Though it tarries with, don't give up. The Bible said, he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Yes, that is the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord said, if we faint not, we receive the reward. The word of the Lord said, let us hold fast, hold fervently to our confession of faith without wavering, without shaking. Without wavering, that though the earth will give way, that though the world is shaking, that no matter what we see in this month, we will remain standing, knowing that everything comes and goes. But the word of the Lord has stood ages, ages, and we continue to stand. And we continue to stand. Then we will close by reading Matthew 13, 23. And he said, But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop. You see that? When you hear and allow these enduring characters to abide in you, that is understanding then you are able to produce crops yielding hundred, sixty, thirty times what was sown. So the hundred is not what you are yielding. It is in addition to what has been sown inside of you. So it becomes an increase. The Bible said, do not be weary in well-doing. No matter what you see, No matter what you are giving, be consistent on your own side to make sure that you give what is required of you to give. To give what God is requiring of you to give. So my brothers, while we move into this wonderful and beautiful month of May, the abounding characters, the abounding grace of God has been given to us. I pray that God will give us the ability the ability to do to adopt these characters so that we will not only save our soul but we will also save our families, we will save our children, we will save our spouses. We will save is actually the other way around. you save yourself, you save your wife or your husband. You save your children, you save your parents, you save the church, you save. The Bible said we start from the household of faith. We start first from our families. We extend, we keep moving. That is what God is asking us to adopt. God is asking us to adopt these characters so that we will be able to go through this month of May. To go through this month of May with our heads high, with our heads up, no matter what we see, no matter what happens, my brethren, may the peace of the Lord that passes all understanding be in your hearts, both now and forevermore. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray, amen. I love you all. May God be with you and may God guide you as you walk into this wonderful month. In Jesus' name, amen. My darkest nights, my deepest fears I cry to you and you